Hi, I'm Dr. Ellen, the Midlife Whisperer, and I hear you and I've got you. Think of me as the one-stop shop for all your midlife needs. I'm a psychologist, registered dietitian, nutritionist, board-certified health and wellness coach, and mindful self-compassion teacher. I'm also an author and podcast host with over 30 years of experience empowering midlife women. Hello and welcome to Rock Your Midlife. I am so thrilled that you are here today. I'm Dr. Ellen Albertson, the Midlife Whisperer. And boy, do we have an amazing show today because we're going to be talking about how to do meno, menopause like a boss and make midlife the best time of your life. If you're going through perimenopause, that period of time prior to menopause when actually your periods actually stop, you're probably thinking, oh my goodness, I'm thinking about hot flashes, brain fog, weight gain. Can I just like pull a rip and wrinkle and like yes. stop time for a decade and sleep through it? Well, I'm here to say that you can totally change your mindset. And that's what today's show is going to be all about. Taking this time of life and finally saying, you know what? I'm going to use this period of my life to start to listen to my body, to work yeah. on that transformation, to do all that self-care, to eat right, to move my body, to love myself, to know myself, to empower myself, to change my mindset, to work on those relationships and enlighten myself so that when I get through this, I just really, you know, I've done that transformation. I've done the caterpillar to butterfly thing. Cause I know I've been through menopause. I've lived to talk about it. And, you know, it's really like being in that chrysalis, like when the caterpillar enters the cocoon or the chrysalis, it kind of weaves the shroud around it. It has no idea what's up, digests itself. And I think that menopause is a light, lot like that. And we can really use it as an opportunity to get to know ourselves, to love ourselves, to empower ourselves. And today's show is going to help you do that. So if you're one of the 53 million American women who are going through the change or elsewhere in the world, or one of the 1.3 million American women in the U.S. who enter, enters menopause each year, you're going to want to listen yeah. up because I have an amazing woman who is empowering women at midlife. Her name is Julie Gordon-White, and Julie is the founder and CEO of Boss of Bars, Menopause Energy Bars, and she's an advocate for women in all stages of the pause. Julie is also an award-winning entrepreneur. She's a best-selling business author and a TEDx speaker. In 2020, Julia launched Boss of Bars after personally struggling with the menopause middle. Who hasn't struggled with that? The average woman gains around 12, 15 pounds. It happens to all of us. We get those sugar cravings. And she watched her friends suffer in silence as their symptoms increased and weight gain robbed them of their confidence. And she created this amazing bar. And she's here to help us learn how we can take care of our bodies and our minds and rock yeah. midlife. Welcome to Rock Your Midlife, Julie. So awesome to have you here. Hey, Dr. Ellen. Really great to be here. And I love Rock Your Midlife. So I guess today we're going to rock menopause. What do you think? Yeah, I think that is a great idea. And I love, you know, I was listening to a couple of your interviews, learning more about you. And I love that, you know, mindset is everything, right? We can look at this period Huge. and go, oh, hell, this absolutely sucks. Or we can right. say, you know what? My body's talking to me and I'm going to listen. Tell us a little bit yeah. about your story and how you kind of transform things for yourself. Yeah. You know, I believe, especially before starting this company, 
that you know, I was a business coach for 10 years. So I know that when you have your mindset in the right place, all things are possible. It's so much more empowering when you believe the experience that you're having is there to teach you, to lift you, to um, make life better versus really, really difficult. And a lot of women approach the stages of menopause, especially perimenopause, as they are you know, on ramping to the day that that one day when you don't have a cycle, that's actually what menopause is. Everything up before that is perimenopause. And so, you know, when our bodies are speaking to us, it can be challenging. So mindset is huge, huge, huge. And for me, around 46 is when I started thinking, um, what is happening to my mind here? You know, that's when brain fog, that was the first symptom of the what I call the core 34. Um, there's a lot of symptoms beyond 34, but there are about 34 that most women seem to run through. And for me, brain fog is what hit me first. And I was thinking, why am I making so many mistakes in my email? Why do I have to read this five times before I send it? And there's still a mistake. And it actually kind of scared me. I started thinking, you know, what's going on? Am I having early dementia? Start Googling, you know, the worst thing you can do, Dr. Google, right? Like, ah, really getting scared. And then I realized, oh, this, this might be menopause. Like, what is that? And so that began my whole journey. Then I started talking to my girlfriends. I started talking to my mom, but she didn't have an experience because she had a hysterectomy. So she just went straight into menopause, um, like off the cliff. And so I had to do my own research and fast forward when I was 55, feeling really uncomfortable and actually my confidence started to just drop because I was gaining weight. I didn't feel like myself. And so I started looking uh, for what I could eat that would calm those cravings. And that's sort of how the whole thing started. But I went through all of it. Night sweats, hot flashes, A to Z. So here I am now on the other side. Mindset is so important. I love that you share that. And I also love what you're doing because we're normalizing it. And I think about, you know, self-compassion, yeah. a big piece of self-compassion. One of the elements is common humanity, understanding <laughs> that 99% of women in female, people in female bodies are going to go through this change. So if you're starting to notice, oh my gosh, yeah, I've got this brain fog. My brain is not working the way that it used to work. You know, it used to be a Ferrari and now it's like a beat up Hugo or something. That like this is Regina Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really is normal. And that's where I think the nutrition piece is so important. Well, first to understand that the estrogen changes do create changes in your brain and that is normal. But if you can keep your insulin levels even. Balancing our blood sugar, right? So that's why maca is the shiro ingredient in our bars. It's a combination of maca root, which is a Peruvian root known to help balance blood sugar over time, plus fiber and protein. Put all those things together. Women do not eat enough fiber. We need it. It's a pre-probiotic and keeps things moving because actually, is it, do we want to talk about this? Constipation is actually one of those symptoms of menopause also. So you need to keep that going. Plus it keeps us full. We just tend to eat things that don't keep us satisfied. And then with protein and some healthy fats, those are the things that we can do to help ourselves feel better from the inside out. Sometimes women were quick to take things in or on top um, that we, you know, all those things that we can take like HRT, topicals, um, estrogen, things like that, that are amazing and super helpful. 
we forget about our nutrition and nutrition is just as important to support those things that we're taking over and above. It will optimize those things. And we forget about that. Yeah. And it's so great too, because you can be empowered by what you put in your plate and eating a whole foods plant-based diet can really help to balance those estrogen levels. I love that your bars are vegan and that they've got protein. Protein's super important. I have to say, when I work with women, the number one thing that everybody's messing up is they're just not getting enough protein. And after 50, we actually need one to one and a half grams of protein per kilogram body weight. So it's like around 75 grams of protein a day. Before 50, we only need about 0.8. So protein's super important. The fiber is super important because that will fill you up, slow down the digestion, keep your blood sugar from being all over the map, which can contribute to that brain fog. And also, I think it really helps with, you know, the emotional eating, right? Because where I know for yourself, and you can talk maybe a little bit more about this, so yeah. many women are craving sugar because we're just freaking tired. You know, we've got the right. night sweats, we're not sleeping well. And we're thinking, God, if I Huge. just had a Snickers bar and a Diet Coke, you know, I'd feel better for a moment, right? I get the blood yeah. sugar up. For me, it was fresh. brownies. That was oh. my thing. Um, yeah, no Diet Coke. I, I I left Diet Coke on a vacation 10 years ago. I just decided I was actually on this incredible um, exotic vacation to Dubai. And I thought, you know, this is such an experience. What do I, what do I want to take with me? And what do I want to leave behind? And I left behind all things artificial sugar. So I don't drink Diet Coke anymore. No judgment if you drink it, but... Um, yeah, when you're having that emotional response, we already can be emotional eaters. and uh, But especially when your hormones are going crazy. And as you mentioned, when you're not sleeping, that's such a huge um, impact on how we experience menopause. For those of us who have had babies, we remember back in the days when they were little and you weren't sleeping and you wonder why, you know, you're crying all the time and angry because we're exhausted. So take that because you're waking in the middle of the night um, during perimenopause with night sweats, waking up at three in the morning, four in the morning, like, oh, I'm completely drenched here. And then having your hormones go up and down. It, it's just, it's not a fun uh, symphony that let's just say that it's not music we want to hear, but just knowing that having that lack of sleep and our hormones crashing along with blood sugar, when we eat better for ourselves, we're setting ourselves up for the best experience and the best success. So I, I just want to make sure that we remember that, that fiber, that protein. Also protein. I mean, I think sometimes we get crazy about protein and we think that we have to eat it like a bodybuilder. And unless you're a bodybuilder, we don't need to eat protein like a bodybuilder. But what it does do is maintain our muscle. And that is a huge part of managing our metabolism during menopause because, you know, it takes a lot of energy for our bodies to keep our muscles going. And so if we are going, let's say, the old school, low calorie way to eat, we're often losing muscle. And that's when you end up with the skinny fat concept. So you're thin, the scale says what you want it to say, but your body actually, as soon as you start eating more calories, you're going to gain all that weight back plus more because you actually lost muscle and protein helps support that along with lifting weights too. We can't be afraid of lifting weights. So yeah, we can be stronger, healthier and sexier and more confident. And what happens when the estrogen decrease too, is that it actually increases the muscle loss. Yeah. So it's super yeah. important. And I love that you're saying, you know, eating throughout the day, it's, it's really important. I recommend 
keep a handful of almonds, an apple, one of the Urbosa bars in your bag, because when you're hungry too, it decreases willpower. People don't realize yes. they're like on these cockamamie low calorie diets during menopause thinking, well, I should need to deprive myself. And that totally oh. backfires because you know, it comes three o'clock, you go to the break room or you walk by the vending machine and you're just thinking, I just got and that Snickers that you were talking about yep. calling your name, right? Well, decision fatigue is a real thing. Harvard did a study. And so as we make decisions and as women, we're making a gazillion trillion decisions all day. By the time we get to three o'clock, four o'clock and after dinner, we are wiped out. Our brains are so tired of making decisions. And so, you know, I'm an advocate, have whole foods first, you know, choose an apple, choose veggies. Um, but if you don't have that, then you need to be prepared. You need to have a super healthy, clean bar snack like Bossa bars that, you know, I created them for myself because I wanted to be ready when decision fatigue just had me completely drained and I, I just didn't want to reach for those carrots. I did not want an apple. I wanted something sweeter. So I see it almost like a defense mechanism. So when that, that time hits, you're prepared and you can make a better choice, something that satisfies you uh, and is healthy instead of like, oh man, I just ate that whole entire sleeve of cookies. Yeah. Like, but they taste good too. So I'm yeah. such- They have to I'm taste so good, right? <laughs> Just having, yeah. you know, people who like choke down the cottage cheese, if that's not your thing. Although I love nice cottage cheese, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's high in protein, but it's not everybody's thing. Tell us a little bit about how you discovered it. Because I know you came across doing this during COVID and you were home yeah. with your teenagers and you're in the right. kitchen. I think you've got a background um, in culinary as well. Tell us about kind of the, the process that went into creating these bars. Yeah. Well, Ellen, I wish I had a background in culinary, but actually um my background is all business so mergers and acquisitions and then business coaching um no it was my sons had come home teens and 20s i'm making all these sweet things for them and because of where i was at 55 just you know smack dab in the middle of i just become postmenopausal and you're still sorry hate to tell you, still going to have that experience. A lot of things still linger on after your postmenopausal, after that one day of no cycle for 12 months, um, then your post. And so I was still struggling and I, you know, I have to make my something for myself that tastes good. So that's when I started doing research about, you know, what, what would be great to handle sugar cravings, but also help menopause. And that's when I started discovering maca, MCT oil for brain health, flaxseed for fiber and health support, protein. I'm, we're vegan. Um, I'm not vegan. I, I, I like a good hamburger every now and then, but I eat mostly plants. So I wanted a bar that was going to be vegan or snack because at the time they were just snacks, Ellen. And to be honest, they did not taste very good in the beginning because I just found all the things and I started making them. They kind of had like a dirt taste, you know, I'm like, okay. This is healthy, but it doesn't taste good. And then I'm not going to want to eat it, right? So then I started figuring out what could make it a little bit sweeter and natural. And that's when I added dates. And then once I added the dates, now we have something here. So that's how it started. And then I shared them with my girlfriends, or my pause pals. And they're like, Julie, you got to share these with other women so we can 
really get ahead of this 10 to 15 pounds that women tend to gain 90% of women during the stages of menopause, that it's, it's really not even about the weight gain. It's about how we feel about ourselves, our confidence. And that's what women tell me. I mean, women come up to me, Ellen, I'm at an event and almost in tears and some in tears. Thank you for opening up this conversation about menopause. And it's because they don't feel like themselves. And Making a healthier food choice helps you get back to feeling like yourself, but also being able to talk openly about menopause is, I consider the bars as a talking stick now. So not only are they good for our insider body, but being able to openly have a conversation with a girlfriend, hey, have you tried this bar? It allows us to talk about menopause and it's just so freeing. So I'm, I'm, I'm just as excited about that as women eating the bars, to be honest. I love this idea of, I'm, I'm picturing like millions of women around this campfire, right? Like handing the stick to each other with these yes. bars. And I love that we're talking about it because 10 years yeah. ago, it wasn't even on the radar. Like my mom didn't talk about menopause. No, People mine either. talking about it. I think there was a lot of shame and embarrassment about it. And I think- Which is so silly. Why? It's, it's a natural life stage, you know? And um it's because of how we are about aging and ageism in our society. And, you know, that's one piece of it. And then it does have, it can have a medical aspect of it. And then as we talked off camera, the big V can be involved. And so nobody wanted to talk about the big V. So, but now we're good, right? Social media, yeah. we talk about anything, everything. So, yeah, I'm happy to talk about the big, big V. And I have to say that that was one of the symptoms that I've experienced that continues because I, like you, I'm postmenopausal that having vaginal dryness. So we can talk vaginal dryness. Yes. I have to huge. say there, what's been huge for me is estradiol. Yeah. Um, I had another doctor on and, you know, she was talking about that. And I didn't even know about it. And I went to yeah. my gynecologist and in Europe, it's actually over the counter. And this is huge. If you're listening and you're thinking, oh my God, what can I do? It's a kind of tiny little pill that you insert down in that area um, once or twice a week. And it's right. topical. Yeah. And it doesn't have a lot of side effects. I mean, I've been sharing a lot on the show that I was diagnosed with breast cancer a year ago. So I don't want to be doing a lot of, it wasn't um, estrogen. It was a ERPR um, hormone. It wasn't hormone sensitive, but still I yeah. have to be kind of careful about it. Um, right. And it's made a huge difference because I have a new man in my life and, you know, we're sort of rediscovering intimacy. And I'm, I don't know, Beautiful. I have to say that I just love intimacy at midlife. I don't know what your experience yeah. has been, but um, it's kind of yeah. like a whole new experience because you know yourself, you love yourself, you know, your body. I think we can be, I think this, this transformation can be really, really freeing on so many levels. I think it's, it's one of the most amazing times in my life. Um, I, menopause calls you back all the things that are happening, right? Normally, if we are, we spend our lives taking care of other people, whether it's our kids, our partner, career, and menopause is like, hello, I'm over here. You know, you can't ignore you anymore, which I love that about it. And I find that when we actually pause, no pun intended or pun intended, um, we hear ourselves again, we connect to who we are, we remember who we are, we, we feel what's in our body. And part of that is intimacy. And many women have lost, you know, I've spoken to hundreds of women now about their experience and had lost that sense of intimacy with their partner or with themselves. And again, in midlife post, right, vaginal dryness is a reality. So if you're 
back in the dating game or someone like me, I'm coming up on my 32nd anniversary um, next month. It's a time to figure out how to reconnect with your husband or with your partner because things are not what they used to be. Um, and you, your libido can, can be lower. Um, if you have dryness, intimacy can be just painful. So renegotiating and again, reconnecting with yourself, but also with a partner is a huge benefit of menopause if you choose to think that because it can be really frustrating and painful and not fun if you decide to choose that, right? And get and again, it's an invitation for a conversation. Yeah. And it comes down to the mindset again, to, to yeah, look at this totally. and say, you know what, there's nothing wrong with your perimenopausal, postmenopausal body. It's right. totally normal. And we're talking about it and there are solutions. I mean, this is a super simple thing to do that I got to tell you, it totally works and it is really transformational. I think for me, I don't, I'd love to know what kind of the turning point for you, for me, the big turning point during this period was self-compassion. I was actually, mm. uh, doing research and trying to find a way to help women feel better about their bodies and themselves. And I was fortunate enough to meet Kristen Neff and she is kind of the mother in this whole area of self-compassion. I learned it myself. And that was like yeah. a, a game changer for me. It was like this idea that you can treat yourself the way you do a good friend. We're often so hard yeah. on ourselves. We're like, why yeah. is this happening to me? Or this shouldn't be happening to me? Or what am I doing wrong? We're criticizing and beating ourselves up and we can flip yeah. the script and just be like, okay, I'm experiencing, I'm, I'm a little tired. Can I take a nap? Can I, you know, right. talk to my boss and say, can I work at home today? Can I ask yeah. my teenagers to help a little bit around the house? Can I talk to my spouse about, you know, taking a Saturday afternoon off to do my own thing? But I think that to me, that was a big shift of learning that I could treat myself like a good friend. I'm wondering, what was that shift for you? Did you have like an aha moment or a practice or a change where you were all of a sudden like, okay, I can be my most empowered self at midlife? Yes. For me, it was when my youngest uh, went off to college. So when we became empty nesters, I it was just this huge shift in our home um, where we had time. My husband and I had time together. One of the things I love that we did, and I always recommend this to couples, is that when you become an empty nester, or even if you're solo, we dropped our last kid off at college and then we went straight to Hawaii. Oh, <laughs> we went goodness. on vacation. So whether that is, you know, somewhere close or somewhere far away, and we ended up actually staying for a month, a bunch of cool things came together to make that happen, but create that separation. So when you have a big transition in your life, whether it's empty nest or something in midlife, go so you can celebrate it. So you can reconnect with yourself, have that time for reflection. And so that was actually, it was accidental, Ellen. So we didn't plan that like, oh, let's go have a reflection celebration after dropping Blake off. No, it was accidental, but, but looking back, that was such an important time. And it helped me pause enough, get quiet enough, um, not just to be with Dave, but also with myself to like, wow, I have all this time back. I don't need to yell at anybody to like, go to school, get up. Did you do your homework? You know, that kind of thing. Like I, I get my life back. I love raising my three kids, but now I get to manage my own time. No alarm required. So um, I recommend that uh, as a way to reconnect because for me, that was a huge shift when I was no longer responsible for the day-to-day care of people. So 
Yeah, that that's was a good huge. idea because I think a lot of women at midlife dread emptiness because you know so we get so much of our definition and our identity, from, right? Identity from raising the kids. I mean, I remember when my when my mom, I'm, I'm the youngest of three, and when my oldest brother went to college, she would like go to his room and play his records and just be sad. Aww. And yeah, yeah. I think, you know, for me, when my, my kids left, I was sad, but I was also celebratory because like you, I was like, okay, here I've got all of this time and space. Yeah. It can be super scary to be thinking about again, this, this transition from caterpillar to butterfly all of a sudden, oh my God, I've got this freedom and I'm fly, can fly now instead of like crawling <laughs> and eating leaves. But um, I love that idea of, of a pause. And I think we can yeah. do that throughout the day. We can take a pause like you did with your husband and go to Hawaii, or we can take just a pause a moment or two during the day. Well, I always say though, Ellen, for women, like, like take the time you need, because we always try to sneak time in for ourselves. And in midlife, I'm like, yeah, no, we're not sneaking anymore. We're not taking five minutes or 10 minutes. It, it, take a day, take a week. You deserve it. My girlfriend says this thing like, don't put yourself on sale. We're not on discount anymore. And so take what you need. It you've earned it. You know, it's we we did all the work to get ourselves to midlife. We've earned taking what we need. And it's not a selfish thing. It's actually when we when we take, when we receive. Huge word for women. When I coach women entrepreneurs for a long time. We talked a lot about the ability to receive women often. You're like, can I help you with this? Oh, no, no, no. I got that. You know, no problem. No, no, thank you. Receive. And it's the same kind of thing. Receive time back for yourself, because when you do that, then you can be better even for other people, not just yourself. And it allows you that space to imagine your new reinvention. And, and not just feel like it's all about identity, right? So what happens for women when they feel lost after their kids go off to school is they, they haven't reimagined their life in other than being a daily mom. Well, we're still moms, right? We're moms forever. Trust me. You know, my kids are almost 30. Like, mom, can you help me with my taxes? Like, okay, no, this is a teaching moment here, right? So we never lose that. But it's a day to day, but it's taking that opportunity to figure out who am I now or who do I get to be? Who do I choose to be? Which is so empowering. To me, that's rocking your midlife, right? Because you get to choose who you're going to be in this next best stage. They're all best stages, but it's a new best stage. So if you approach it from that perspective and take the time that you deserve, you've earned, um, it can be your very best next experience or life stage. We've worked hard to get here. Think about it. You know, we're grateful to be in our fifties. I am, I, I'm turning 58 next week, actually. Oh, wow. um, I'm grateful for it. So I just want to make sure that, you know, the next 50 years of my life are vital and energetic and I'm going to go sexy too, right? I want all the things I want to be super old and super sexy. Like that's, that's my whole thing healthy. So, but you have to reimagine who you are. Yeah. And I think the sexiness, just going back to your initial point is, is his mindset and, and totally. those of us showing up and saying, yeah, I can be sexy at 60, at 70, at 80. It's about feeling good in your body and loving your body, feeling yeah. healthy, feeling vibrant. And I just love the um, enthusiasm and energy that you have for this 
whole second adulthood. So if somebody's listening, I know you've done a lot of coaching. What what do you say to women who are feeling like I've lost my passion, I've lost my purpose, the kids are gone, I have no idea what to do next. What do you yeah. tell women who are feeling really kind of stuck and not sure how to, you know, it sounds great what you're doing. You started your own business and you're rocking it, but a woman who's feeling kind of stuck, what do you say to her? Yeah. Well, first this sounds kind of like fluffy, but it's so great. I create a playlist. I have playlists of music that I love. Like what's that music that as soon as you turn it on, it makes you want to dance, get up. You can't just sit there. Like something that is makes you so happy. Music has the best way of changing our whole mood. Even if you are in a bad mood, if you dare to turn on some of your favorite songs, just watch. You can't not help like shift your whole energy. So that is the easiest thing we can do. And then also I encourage women to write down beyond where they feel comfortable, all of the accomplishments that they have. So it could be raising kids. It could be helping, uh, volunteering, all the things that you're proud of, whatever they are, no judgment zone. So you can actually look at all the things you've done. And if you need to go year by year, do that. Uh, Because especially as women, we just do so many things we forget. And if you're a a future forward kind of person like I am, I'll just do things and just keep moving. And like, I can't even remember what I've already, what I've done because I've just gone on to the next thing. So take time, literally write down, you know, a minimum of 10, 20, go to a hundred, like push yourself beyond your comfort zone. Because I always say when you go five layers deep, when you ask yourself a question, ask it five times if you really want to know what the answer is, because the first two or three layers are just sort of the fluffier things that come to the top, the true answers down below. Same thing about writing this stack, this whole list of your accomplishments. And then you can just sit back and like, yes, I am a badass. I have done some amazing things. And then you can look for the through threads. What's in that list that, oh yeah, I did that thing. I love that. Not only was I good at it, I enjoyed it. I call that a superpower because you can be good at something, but not really like it. You know what I'm saying? And so you want to be careful. You don't start doing things that you're good at that you don't love because then you might get great at it. And now you're stuck. So you need to have that, that um, intersection of what you're really good at and what you really love. And you'll notice that from that list. And then what clues, what comes to you? And I love to say that when something comes to you, like starting a business or, volunteering at a, at a, at a place that turns you on. When you get those whispers, you can listen because they're for you. Not everybody gets the same whispers. And as women, we tend to like, Oh, I heard that. I, Oh, I had that inspiration. I just moved on. No, it's probably for you. So that's what I usually recommend. That's amazing. And I love this idea of the playlist because of course, music, it's vibration and it does shift your vibe, but you know, play your favorite tunes and then do this life review. Take a look and see, look at like, I make the best chocolate cookies in the world. I was amazing when I went. What do people ask you for that they love? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And I love this idea of make sure that you're doing these things that bring you joy. And that's what I always tell people. 
follow the breadcrumbs that bring you joy because the things yeah. that bring you joy are the things that you are meant to do and yes. give yourself permission to enjoy your effing life. And I have to say that one of the things that came out of my cancer diagnosis was just like, that's why I bought a home in Costa Rica. Cause it was like, I'm running out of time. What do I love to do? I went to this country and I, I fell love in love and I was just the perfect house just showed up and I listened to my intuition and my fiance was on board and we're like, just do it. I mean, I would say before my diagnosis and before a lot of the self-work I did, I wouldn't have done that. It would have felt crazy. Like who goes to a country for three weeks in vacation and ends up buying a house? Buys a house. Right, exactly. Yeah. But it's brought me so much joy and I'm so excited about what the future brings. So I love how you're just yeah. inspiring women. Um, I'd love to know how your experience as a champion for women in midlife and menopause and beyond and your midlife community, how's all of that developed in recent years? What are, what, how has the, the development of this bar and your experience led you to your next chapter? Yeah, well, growing a consumer packaged goods company is a more than full-time job. You know, this is actually my third company. So I think I'm a serial entrepreneur now. Um, and so I just lean in. I, I really believe I, here's a kind of an interesting thing. And I would ask you and your listeners to look at your own life. I realized that I've had sort of a 10-year entrepreneurial cycle that I, I really love growing a business from zero, going all in for 10 years. And then I realized, okay, it's time to sell or whatever, you know, move on to the next thing. So um so I just I'm leaning so heavily into this company and that's where my evolution is in my own confidence as an entrepreneur, as a midlife woman. And really, I, I just get so much juice. Most of our team are midlife, you know, some stage of menopause, um, all, all women. And I just love leaning into the conversation, Ellen. It's just, I don't, when I started it, I knew I was excited about talking about something that people did want to talk about. Like that is really fun for me. I'm not afraid to go there. Um, but the just the momentum of this conversation, the way it's picked up, the way the media is talking about it, the way celebrities are talking about it. And let's just face it in our society, if a celebrity is talking about it, then all of a sudden we decide it's okay to talk about. So that's just how we work. We don't have to be upset about it. That's just what it is. And so because like Oprah just did a whole big thing on menopause. Right. And so to me, that's so exciting. And it just it just amps up all my energy even farther, which I'm not really short on energy, but whole nother height that women are now leaning in. They're opening themselves up to this, what I consider super empowering time of life. So I feel like I'm here to be part of this conversation. So the more we can have it, the more women I can speak to, um, the more I'm just doing my big work in the world. And oh, by the way, I have a bar too. Yeah. So. And so tell us a little bit more about this community and where people can find you. I know I'm going to show up on IG and show you're going to be well. on it. Yeah. To it. So and I love what you're doing, but people are listening, like, where do we find you? How can yeah. we hang out with you? Please join us. Um, I host a show every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on Instagram called Meno Lounge Talks. And Ellen is going to be on soon. I cannot wait for that, where I talk to experts, advocates, influencers, women, stories about their expertise about their experience all things menopause we talk 
from you know food, weight loss to uh, intimacy, all the things, plus cool products that are available now, which that's another interesting piece of this. All these really neat products are now coming onto the market, mostly founded by women because you know, by women for women. That's, that's what it's all about. That's what I mean about the empowerment. So yeah, every Tuesday, 11am Pacific on Instagram, catch us live, or we have all the recordings um, with Dr. Haver of the Galveston diet, Tamsin Fidel, who is an incredible uh, menopause influencer in New York, and you can find all those in the recordings. And so we also have a ton of resources on our website at bossabarge.com. You can literally click through and find a doctor that's certified in menopause from the uh, Menopause Society. So for me, having a trusted place that women can go and read blogs and get information is just as important as finding the bars. But if you want bars, you can get them there. Also on Amazon, although my team just told me we just had a glitch, but still, um, on Amazon, we have a great promotion going on. And so even if you're not watching this live, you can always go to Amazon and find the great deals on the bars there because we know, let's be real, midlife women, we've got a box coming to our house at least once a week and you can just add to cart, make it super convenient. Awesome. Awesome. So you want to definitely check out the uh, Basu bars. They are amazing, taste great, great for you. Just one tool you put in your toolbox to help you through this change, because really diet is so important. I'm actually going to be speaking with Dr. Hayford tomorrow. So I'm oh, really excited about, yeah, about reading her, you know, sharing her book and her diet and realizing, my goodness, so much we can do with a whole food plant-based diet to help with the inflammation. So we feel better using something like this bar, which again, is going to help with that inflammation. Things like intermittent fasting are really powerful. Um, taking things like mel melatonin. There is so much that you can do. So I'm so excited that we're using this to empower yourself because I think as we're going through that change, we can take all of the energy that goes into creating children in the reproductive cycle and really see that, my gosh, we're wiser, we're stronger. We may have a little bit less energy than we had in our 20s and 30s, but we know what's important. And we're actually taking time to enjoy our friggin' lives. Because I think yeah. you know, for me, before this period of my life, it was always like workaholism and always thinking about the family. And now I'm at this place like you and like, what, what do I want to do? So I hope that you've gotten from this incredible conversation that you deserve to take care of yourself, take care of your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, have more fun, live your best life, not feel ashamed of what you are going through. So Julie, thank you so much for joining. One quick question. If you were able to talk to your younger self, your perimenopausal self who is going through the brain fog and the weight gain and feeling frustrated and struggling, what would you say to her? I would just tell her, you are going to be okay. This may not feel great right now, but trust yourself, trust your body, educate yourself and know that the best is yet to come. That's yeah, I love I that. And I would have, yeah, loving yourself and normalizing all of this. So thank you so much for being here on Rock Your Midlife. And thank you all so much for listening. If you want to get in touch with me, just go to the midlifewhisper.com. That's the midlifewhisper.com. Do leave me a review. I would love to know what you think about the show and the kind of guests you would like to hear. And Julie, thank you so much for being here one more time. Where can people find out more about you, your information, of course, get your wonderful um, bars. Thank you, Ellen. It's been great to be here. I really appreciate you having me on. So people can find our bars at Bossa Bars, B-O-S-S-A, bars.com or on Amazon. Thanks so right. much.
bossabars.com and try the chocolate flavor. It is amazing. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you on another episode of Rock Your Midlife. Have a great rest of your week. Midlife can be challenging. You may be sandwiched between growing kids and aging parents, dealing with menopause or a health issue, and trying to find work-life balance. Or maybe your life looks good on the outside, but inside you're feeling stuck and wondering how to get your confidence, energy, and joy back. Hi, I'm Dr. Ellen, the Midlife Whisperer, and I hear you and I've got you. Think of me as the one-stop shop for all your midlife needs. I'm a psychologist, registered dietitian, nutritionist, board-certified health and wellness coach, and mindful self-compassion teacher. I'm also an author and podcast host with over 30 years of experience empowering midlife women. I provide inspiration and wisdom to help you transform your health, your mindset, your relationships, and your life so you can rock midlife. 